wherever you are in life, you've had moments of clarity that were whole another level, right or wrong. You've been in that flow state. You've had those days where you're just like, I'm grateful, I'm, I'm, I'm badass, I can do this. And you want that feeling, but then some things rob it, right? A lot of times worry robs it, stress robs it. With all the opportunities that exist today, why haven't you reached your next level of income, life, and wealth? In most cases, we've been lied to. We've been told that if you find the right opportunity and you work hard, you can be successful. And that's simply not true. Millionaires, billionaires, and successful people have realized you need the foundation for wealth, the habits. And that's exactly what you'll be learning on the Millionaire Success Habits Podcast. All success starts here. Every time I wanted to go to a next level of life, and I want to share this with anybody who might be going through it right now, like I've had these runs, and then all of a sudden I get this plateau or even going down, and you get that thought as an entrepreneur, as someone who's striving for success, someone who works on their personal growth, like everybody here watching here, you wouldn't be with us right now. You, you start questioning yourself, look, what did this go wrong? Did I overstep my boundaries? Did I go too fast? Am I smart enough to be here? All those things. I've asked myself that, maybe not you, but it, that's always the moment, if you're obsessed on your growth, you're learning new strategies, that's always the moment that you're on the five-yard line. You're this close to your next breakthrough. But what happens when people don't have support? What happens when people aren't a part of a group like this? That's a lot of times when you turn away. Wherever you are in life, you've had moments of clarity that were whole another level, right or wrong. You've been in that flow state. You've had those days where you're just like, I'm grateful, I'm, I'm, I'm badass, I can do this. And you want that feeling, but then some things rob it, right? A lot of times worry robs it, stress robs it, um, you know, things not going right, and, and then you fall back. But the only reason I'm sharing that is, and I'll be looking, because these comments are coming in live, um, I'll be sharing that because if you saw that next level of you, even if you lived it for an hour, a day, a week, a month, guess what? It's in you. And what's cluttering is the thoughts that are going on, the worry that's happening. And even, you know, even if you say, I'm not a worry wart, some of you watching right now are worry warts, if that's a, if that's a word, right? You've heard that forever. Um, but some of you don't realize that the things you are thinking about are holding you back from your full potential. Meaning, like the way I look at it is what worry does, um, I was a mechanic as a kid, right? So I know engines. And a lot of times with older engines, if a spark plug went bad or a, a cylinder, a piston was, uh, the seal around the piston was broken or it, uh, an eight cylinder engine can run on seven cylinders. An eight cylinder engine could actually run on four cylinders. And I remember when an eight cylinder engine would run on say six cylinders, it would be like, duh, 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 duh. but you could still go down the road. It would still drive. And then I'd get in there, change the spark plugs, fix it. And all of a sudden this duh, 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 went and it got completely quiet. And then the engine would just go and be faster, quicker. And, and it was because they were running on all cylinders. So when worry is a part of your life, realizing it or not, subconscious or not, you aren't running on all eight cylinders if you're an eight cylinder engine. And, and what my goal is today, uh, my goal is today is to give you some tools and, and literally some notes I took from this amazing book to really just get you thinking about the worry that you have in your life. And how can we just nuke it? Now, now, saying just nuking worry sometimes could be like, Dean, you don't understand what I'm facing. I have, you know, I'm doing good. I'm not complaining, but I got a lot. I get that. But everybody does. I would bet to say, you know, that the hundreds of people that are going to watch this all have worry. We all have stuff.
I'm going through some stuff right now. Um, but how I handle that stuff is the result of my life. It's the outcome of who I am. It's the outcome of who, who I get to be. When you're worried about something in your business, if you're in my, one of my real estate students and you're worrying about an employee or hiring employees or going quicker, getting more leads, getting more clients, getting more sales, we can worry about those. But if one second, even an extra second, is on static worry rather than solutions, then you're doing yourself a disservice. If you get up in the middle of the night and you can't sleep because you're worried about it, Stop sitting there and let it go over in your head over and over and you think about it this way and then it comes back up and you think about it this way and then what if this goes wrong and then this can go wrong. Get your ass out of bed and write down five solutions. You'll go back to sleep. How do I fix this lead problem? I, I get more capabilities and then take action. I hire a virtual assistant. I don't know what the answer is, but you do. You have the answer. You know, you know one thing I, I stole from a friend of mine, uh, Gail Kingsbury. Um, when my kids ask me something, I'll always say, Listen, something simple, like, Dad, where's my glove? Baseball glove. I'll say, if you had to know, where do you think it is? I don't know, but if you had to know, I think it's in the back of Mom's car. All right, go check. Ask yourself that. Oh, I don't know how to fix this. Really? You don't? Not at all? Clueless? I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it highly. But what if you had to know how to fix it? Ask yourself that question. What if you had to know, how would you fix it? Because when we're in our head, when we're in our space, when we're, our worries are too high, one thing we do is think about our own stuff, and we're kind of just barely listening to people. You ever do that? You got a lot going on, worried a little bit, people are talking to you, and you want to, oh yeah, yeah, you're not really listening. You got all the crap going on in your head, and you're just like, you're, you're waiting for them to stop talking, so, you know, you're just waiting for your moment so you could talk, or so you can escape, right? So you can escape the conversation. So... Uh, I want to encourage you and challenge you. That's it. I want to challenge you to be more interested in others. Your kids, your spouse, coworkers, friends. It takes it off of you. When you start listening to others, when you start paying attention, when you're not looking to escape, when you have more interest in others, you realize that it's not all about you. It's not all about your worries. And, you know, it's a cool thing Joel Osteen said uh, a while ago. He said, when you're having troubles... Um, when you're complaining about the stiff neck or the back hurting a little bit or you can't work out this month because you had a little bit of shoulder surgery or something, he said, go to a cancer ward of children's hospital. You want to stop worrying about your shoulder? You want to stop worrying about your little aches and pains? Go to a cancer ward. I'm not trying to be dramatic here. I'm being real. I, do, I use all these hacks in my own life. I worry about stuff. I complain. I do. I just, I rebound faster because I work on this. So think about that, right? It's like be more interested in others and realize how your stuff can melt away. This is a good one. Um, the high cost of getting even. Now, I'm going to resort back to my buddy. Uh, if he's watching this, he's probably mad at me right now, but you know, I love you and you'll be here and we'll be on a different space after you spend time. He doesn't get mad. He actually laughs at himself. But my buddy, if someone takes advantage of him, my dad the same way, someone took advantage of him man, he had to get him back. Just had to. Even if it was in his own mind, it, it didn't do something physical, but like figure out a way to wish bad thoughts, say bad things about him. Like the, the cost of getting even is huge because it doesn't live in anybody else but you. See, if I look at this, and I, again, I, I'm having so much fun with you guys today. I'm just speaking from my heart today. It's very casual. I appreciate it. But here's the way I look at it. You only have, like, say you have a bucket 
And in that bucket is your energy, your enthusiasm, your happiness, your joy, your ability to take action. It's all in there, right? And say there's 100%. If you're, someone screwed you over uh, uh, in a relationship, in a partnership, in life, robbed your money, all of that could be, did something horrific against you. That energy of getting even, there's only that much amount. There's only 100% of this bucket with all that. If half of that energy is used up to, I'm going to sue them, I'm going to get them back, man, it just robs that, and you don't have the energy left to have the enthusiasm, the joy, the abundance, take action, get the job done, start the new business, get in real estate, make the offers, make the deal. It just doesn't happen. There's just not enough energy. And the only person it hurts to try to get even or hold a grudge, it only hurts you. It's not hurting the other person. They already did it, whether they're getting, they, they, they got in trouble for it or not, or they got away with it or not. If you leave it in there, it's only hurting you. And I know that sounds hard because some of you have gotten taken advantage of terribly. And my friends will always say to me, especially my buddy that I'm talking to, he'll always say, dude, you let people walk on you. You let people take advantage of you. I'd get him back. I'd, I'd take him to court. I'd kick his ass. I'd go, it's like, for what? I want to be a better human being. I want to be a dad who's in a good mood. I don't want to stress. I got enough things to worry about. I want to worry about my business. I want to worry about my students. I want to read this book. I want to go to this event. I want to, you know, go to my masterminds. I, I, want, to, I want to grow as a human being. There's no space left to get even. I don't have it. And I felt that way as a kid. My dad was obsessed with getting even with people. It doesn't make him a bad guy. That's the way he was brought up. If you liked this podcast, make sure you rate it. And also, make sure to click subscribe so you never miss out. You can always follow us on Instagram, and if you don't already have Millionaire Success Habits, you can grab it for free at deansfreebook.com. Remember, all success starts here.